0: What is up, family? I could not be more excited about this huge show we got in store for you today. Thank y'all for tuning in. You could be watching anybody. You're watching us. We appreciate it. Shady's vibing. you. Yeah, uh, Shady, I have to start with you, man. You in, in a good mood, man. You're in a good mood. Why is that? I'm always in a good mood. <laughs> okay, your ego's he he's always in a good mood. I'm gonna say Marjorie. Of all the people in the moods on the show, Shady is in the best one most of the time. Uh, that's fair. And, and do you know why that is? Why is that? Why is
1: that? The the message of the day I just gave D, I said, don't worry about who like you or don't like you. Who cares about that? long as they recognize you and mm, that's all that matters that's all that matters come on leader, man i'm here LeSean, shady mccoy
0: working from <laughs> right to left this is dr joy taylor that i am joined the by Doc. and on the far end slick rick Thank the you. buker oh, let's change up today i know i changed it up you're stealing them yeah. stuff. I'm yeah. feeling the show we got to get to it okay star news in the nfl deandre hopkins you already know by now that he has been released he's a free agent he could join any team Five-time Pro Bowler he is, but Cowboys owner, general manager Jerry Jones said it's unlikely they'd sign Andre Hopkins. And his son, Stephen Jones, added, quote, we're pleased with our receiving group. Bring us on camera. Shady, I am going to start with what I am most frustrated about right here and right now. Hmm. I'm most frustrated at the Dallas Cowboys for not putting their foot on the gas and going and taking what they haven't had the opportunity to take in the last 27 years, a Super Bowl appearance. The Super Bowl is more wide open this year in the NFC than it has ever been before. The Green Bay Packers do not have Aaron Rodgers. The San Francisco 49ers do not have a quarterback. The Los Angeles Rams roster has been completely decimated. And the Philadelphia Eagles were dominant last year. But nobody has even won the NFC East two consecutive years in the last 20 years. Mm -hmm. So the NFC is wide open as it pertains to who could go to the Super Bowl. Cowboys. You've already been aggressive. You got Stephon Gilmore, former defensive player of the year. You got Brandon Cook, say, 1,000-yard receiver six times with three, count them up, different quarterbacks. Why not go for gold right here, right now? Shady, I'm so frustrated, in part because of something you experienced. Let's go the last four years, Super Bowl champions. Last year, the champs, Chiefs, they added Kadarius Tony in the midst of the season. Though they had talent, we, they said, you know what? We're going to be even more aggressive and go get it. The year before, the Rams clearly had talent, but they said, you know what? We'll take Odell Beckham too. Mind you, they had Cooper Cup, the best receiver in football that year. They also said Von Miller, oh, we'll go get him as well. Mm -hmm. The year before, Shady, you were there. It was the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Yeah, we got Mike Evans, likely to be a Hall of Famer. We got Chris Godwin, solid player. We're going to go get Antonio Brown. Mind you, I'm not even going to talk about Rob Gronkowski or LaShawn McCoy. year before, Shady, you were there again. Now I will talk about you. Because the Chiefs were like, you know what? Our running game could use some help. We could use a veteran presence in the backfield. We're going to go acquire LaShawn McCoy, coming off a 750 all-purpose season with the Buffalo Bills, see what he can add to our team. Fortune does not favor the bold. Fortune favors the aggressive. And the Cowboys, Shady, to me, are being way too passive if they want to go get what is easy for the taking. I think they're making a mistake passing on D-Hop. Mm-hmm. You've won two Super Bowls. You know what it takes. What do you say? I, I disagree with you. And, you know, and I,
1: I hate to even talk about the Cowboys in a certain light. But I'm going to be honest. I think their wide receiver core is solid. True. If, if I looked at all the wide receiver um, groups in the league, they would be in that top six range. Mm-hmm. right? I, I think they have an all-pro number one receiver, right? With CD Lamb. And then you bring in Brandon Cooks, who's going to be a really, 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 really good mm-hmm. and productive number two wide receiver. Mm-hmm. And then your third wide receiver, who you paid money to. See, that's, that's, that's the twist right there. Because I can see maybe if Deepak came there, where would he fit in at, right? You could put him in a slide, you could put him outside, but he has that number one type of talent, that number one tag on him. And if you have two number ones and you add Brandon Cooks, right, then you have a paid Michael Gallup. Mm. How is that going to be? I always talk about when, when when players go to different teams, I talk about the seats in that room. Yep. So if we got you got all these different chairs in the wide receiver room, one main chair is going to CD Land. Of course, as when well, the dude should. like uh D Hop comes in there, he needs one of them chairs mm-hmm. as the number one. So if I say the fit for the Cowboys, I, I don't see it there. Um, and, 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 you know, D-Hop is a great player. I just think that he has to go to the right team where they're comfortable with getting a a big-time player who's going to demand the ball. Like, if D-Hop goes there, he's not really... Getting utilized
0: the way he should It's like, why is he even here? Why let me ask you this, because, you, again, you've won two Super Bowls, and I don't know who on daily television can currently say that. Clearly, we have especially a few especially of them. back-to-back. Back-to-back. Come on, man. I, let me put some respect. I apologize, Shady. Back I apologize. Back back. Your coach, Bruce Arians, my brother's former coach, Bruce Arians, he said when y'all acquired Antonio Brown, it's an insurance policy. He said if Chris Godwin is out, if Mike Evans is out, why not have another? We got good players, but you can't have enough of them. So why not take that same approach? They got CeeDee Lamb. Right. They got Michael Gallup. They got Brandon Cooks. But you can't have enough good
1: players. See, that's the difference. The Bucs, we had we had no number three. Where the Cowboys, they have a number three. And they expect Michael Gallup to have a bigger year. Because them, a, a, a healthy, full offseason. Mm-hmm. And they pay them money. Mm-hmm. I just look at the, the, the s- scenarios. And I look at this scenario. It's a lot different from other teams because they have their wide receivers in place, right? To add on the hop, now you got to add on another couple of passes. And are we sure the Cowboys want to throw the ball more? I mean, their head coach, Mike McCarthy, McCarthy said, hey, He's taking over the offensive responsibilities. He wants to run the ball yep. even more yep. than throw it. Yep. So why bring in a, a guy like D-Hop who wants the ball? Very well said. Joy, where are you at on this? Cowboys making a mistake.
2: D-Hop could be the difference maker for a team that is trying to win a Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. But I don't think it's with the Cowboys. I don't think they're making a mistake at all. And that's pretty rare for me to say when it comes to the Cowboys. It's just not a position of need. It's not. You, you have a an all pro yeah. wide receiver. Hard to do. not a lot of those. You have a full receiving room and a certified number one receiver. To Shady's point, how much throwing of the ball do you want to do? Do we want to run the ball at all? There's only so many downs. Right. <laughs> it can't be throwing the ball every single down. And he's going to need some production. That's a, that's a lot of balls that need to be thrown around between Gallup and C D and, mm-hmm. and, and, and Hop. It, it's a lot. So and I'm, I, I'm, I'm missing one as I'm saying it a full wide receiver room. Mm -hmm. Cooks, yes. Yeah, Brandon Cooks, yeah. Yeah, that's... How many times you want to throw the ball through the game? You want to run the ball. You have a solid running game, too. Dak struggled a little bit with some interceptions last year. (laughs) You might want to balance the offense out. Mm. So I just don't think it's... I don't think it's shade to DeHop. This is just not... Like, of all the places that could use his skills and, and put them over the edge, the Cowboys is just not a place that... That comes into minds.
1: And, and, and you said real quick, you said the Chiefs, they didn't have no real number one receiver. Not at all. They didn't even have one. Not at all. Right? Juju was the best juju Schuster was yeah. the
2: best
0: Yeah, come on. So they had to go get a number one receiver. I'm really though shady thinking about like you can never have enough good things, particularly if you can afford
1: it. Well that's real.
2: You, you have too it? much? Can you,
0: can you have too much though?
2: I don't think
0: you
1: can, but you know, you were there. Because so I'm not, I Antonio not over Antonio
2: you. Brown wasn't that expensive. My he wasn't, he
1: wasn't and, and, and another thing about AB when I was there with him When we brought AB on Before he signed any contract I don't care what Tom Brady said There was an agreement Look, we're going to have Mike Evans going out here right. We're going to have Chris Godwin Listen, And then we're going to slowly bring you in as the third guy mm-hmm. Right. We don't want Antonio Brown from the uh, 1600 yards right. that, that all. We don't want him We want a guy that can contribute Right. At a nice pace, no distractions And we want these two guys to go Compared to D-Hop D-Hop is still active, right? He had no issues, mm-hmm. you know, he, he has some injuries, but he had no issues, and he's still a good player. It's a difference.
0: So I mean, in your mind, Shady, it's not as much about the talent as it is like the struggle of name, the struggle of aura, the struggle of presence for it,
1: D-Hop being. It's a team, right? You can have all these names all you want. It's a team, it's a machine that has to run well, it has to run smooth, and when you put too many alphas, right? Because, because, hey, cause, come on, D. Hop is still a, a number one all day, right? And, and it's mind, at minimum. And then, and then, another thing is, C. D. Lamb is a young number one. Yep. He's going to grow. It's the reason why they shipped off Amari Cooper because mm-hmm. hey, he's really good. But we got this young guy we draft in the first round. We think he's going to be a number one receiver. Let's let him have the floor. You don't want to mess up the chemistry by bringing in a big time name like D. Hop.
3: Are we sure he's a number one?
1: And it's fine. D. Hop. We'll no, D. Hop's number one. T- you talking D. Hop.
3: Mm-hmm. Like right now. I think he's. I think he's number one. Uh, I mean, we had an NFL executive, anonymous NFL executive, sources, (laughs) who said he doesn't get the same separation. And I think all of us have assumed that his falling off the last couple of years has been because of injury and because of Kyler Murray and the Arizona Cardinals more than D-Hop. But the fact that nobody's jumping out there to get a guy like DeAndre Hopkins gives me pause and makes me wonder, are they seeing something on film that makes them question whether he's still the same guy? I'm with you in that the Cowboys are making a mistake. Oh, see that move got fixed. I'm just not Ooh. convinced that the Cowboys are making a mistake on D, uh, on on D Hop. Like I believe they should be going for it because the opportunity is there. But this is this is my overarching issue with the Cowboys and the how and how we treat them. In part because Jerry Jones is always talking about I want to go get another Super Bowl, right? Mm-hmm. Does he break the bank to go get the Super Bowl? I always feel like the Cowboys talk big and spend. They're always still checking the, the, the bottom line. <laughs> exactly. They're always being economical. Mm-hmm. They're not economical with their words and their goals. But in terms of their resources and what they're willing to spend, they're always measuring. And I, I'm 100% with you. They should be going for broke right now if there's ever a time. Because the NFC is wide, wide open. open. Right. It's wide open. But when was the last time we felt like they were doing what the Tampa Bay Buccaneers Agreed. did? Agreed. So, Joy, that's my issue. And
0: let's, we don't even have to talk about the Bucs. Let's talk about a team favorite of the show, the Philadelphia Eagles. Okay. The Eagles had a stacked defensive line last year. Mm -hmm. But what did they do? They drafted Jordan Davis in the first round, didn't need to do that. They had Javon Hargrave and Fletcher Cox. Mm -hmm. And in the middle of the season, they acquired Robert Quinn from the Chicago Bears when they already had sacks Mm -hmm. upon sacks upon sacks. Now, Quinn did not end up being the player Mm -hmm. we thought he was going to be. But Quinn had an 18-sack season he was recently coming off of. In the midst of that season, the Eagles were like, oh, Bradbury, you're free. We'll take you from the Giants. Uh, Like the Eagles, Howie Roseman, even the year Mm -hmm. they won the Super Bowl, had Darren Sproles prior to him being hurt, Corey Clement, LeGarrette Blount. Ah, Jay Ajayi, you're yeah. balling for the Miami Dolphins. Don't mind if we do. So I think, and we've seen that favor the Philadelphia Eagles, just an uber amount of aggression. Every, first of all, Joey said it best,
1: cheap. Mm-hmm. Joey, uh, uh, um, um, Jay Ajayi? Jay Ajayi yeah. Cheap. Yep. Uh, Robert Quinn, cheap, cheap mm. right? And another thing, not only is it the price tag, which matters, like Joey talked about, but also needs. If I say the Cowboys team, right? What, do they, what position do they need? You're not going to say wide receiver. Not at all. Not at all. You not get what, all. what I'm saying? Yep, I yeah. agree with you hard. You about Bradbury. The Eagles, we needed a corner. Mm-hmm. Yeah. E- even even uh, depth. We had no depth. Even though our, 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 our defensive front for the Eagles was doing really well, we didn't have no depth. We had to add depth. And they were older. You know how this game goes. show. Mm-hmm. Fletcher Cox, is he going to play another year? Ah, for us. Every year he's on the bubble. And that's my boy. But, you know, we talk about it. He's on the bubble. That's bringing a younger guy from Georgia. Yep. Um. Brandon Graham, mm-hmm. older DN. Oh, yeah. Still look pr- productive, but he's getting older. Ah, is he playing this next year? Let's bring another the end. Mm-hmm. So it's all about, I think, is this the price tag, like Joey talked about, and also what's the needs are. Yeah, that
0: very well said. Well, we know what the needs are in Dallas, but how about the needs in the Jets? Clearly, they don't think they need to have minicamp. I was shocked what? when their head coach canceled mandatory minicamp. Y'all, oh, this is wow. shocking news in the world yo, of the NFL. Yo. You do not want to miss the dialogue we'll have about that. Remember, you can check us out every day yo. on the Fox Sports channel on SiriusXM. Shady and I got some how thoughts. May, how many years you play Bruh, four of them. You've never, never I've never heard that. I've never heard of Shocked, appalled, disgusted, flabbergasted, sick. Shady, that's what I was when I found out the Jets were canceling their mandatory minicamp. It broke this morning, canceling their mandatory the minicamp. Joy, it sounds aggressive, but I'm yeah. serious. Shady, you ever heard of anything like that? Canceling mandatory never. minicamp?
3: College or pro, no. none of that, ever. I was, I was flummoxed, too. Uh, thank you. Great word. Flummoxed.
0: Flummox. Um, <laughs> Put that on the camera. It doesn't make any sense. Now, let me me tell you all why this doesn't make any sense. The Jets are canceling their mandatory minicamp. That was a report earlier today. The Jets have a quarterback in their first year of the system, handing it to a running back in his second year in the National Football League who missed half of his first year in the National Football League, getting snapped the football by a center in his first month of the National Football League throwing it to a wide receiver in his first year in the system, another wide receiver in his second year in the National Football League, and another wide receiver in his first year of the system. Alan Lazard, Miko Hardeman, Garrett Wilson, Brees Hall, Tipmin at center, Aaron Rodgers. Oh, and I forgot to mention, the plays are being called by somebody in their first year Brando. of the system. Yeah. So you are going to cancel a mini camp in which you can take leaps and bounds and strides mm. when you've got an offensive coordinator who's new, a quarterback who's new, being snapped the ball by a center who's new, handing it to a running back who missed half of his first year only in a second year, throwing it to a receiver who's new, another receiver who's new, and another receiver who's going into his second year. Shady, I can't make any sense of it. Wow. I was an almost damn all-in on the Jets. But when I hear decisions like this, I think of it as the parent who would rather be friends with their child than a parent mm. with their child. Mm-hmm. Don't be Aaron Rodgers' friend. Be his coach. Yeah. <laughs> and when I hear a coach kowtowing, if you will, and canceling a minicamp, which I've never heard of before in my life, when I hear of a coach doing that, I'm thinking to myself, who's running this team? Yeah, yeah, I got, yeah good point. Two five I, you. I can't even imagine. I mean, when I, when I heard the news, even the question, I'm like, are, are we serious here? They did
1: that? And, and their head coach, Robert Salah, is like a defensive coach. Mm-hmm. And they don't never do that. It's like offense. Okay, guys, hey, you look tired. I'll give you a day off. Right? Even Andy Reid, I'm thinking like Andy's the most fair coach I've ever been around. I don't see Andy Reid calling the whole mini or the whole oh, mandatory camp over, Canceled. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. So, I had a lot of 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 hype and um very optimistic this year that 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 the Jets will be a really really good team going deep in the playoffs. I mean, and, and thinking, okay, these they gotta be practicing hard. They're, they're freaking. They had the longest playoff drought in all of sports. Mm-hmm. They gotta be practicing. They gotta be. they gotta be.
0: Now that I heard this news, I don't know, Joy. They might not make the playoffs. Joy, talk us down, please. Please talk
2: us down. Guys, it's three days. It's three days of minicamp. That's gonna be the difference between the Jets having a successful season and not having a successful season?
1: It's the mentality, it's that culture you'd love. Well, look, you,
2: you 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 get what you pay for. So don't, don't be surprised if this is the mentality for an Aaron Rodgers-led team when it's his new spot. He gonna change, girl. I <laughs> tried to tell you, but I don't actually think this is a big deal. Of course they're gonna do what Aaron Rodgers wants to do. Mm-hmm. Why would they be doing anything other than what Aaron Rodgers wants to do? Why? Why would they do anything other than what Aaron Rodgers wants to do? He's the man. He just
1: got, he just got there,
2: though. He I, it don't matter. You pay for him. You know what he is. Why do, y'all, why do we do this? We, people don't change unless they want to change. It doesn't matter. Here's he why, has to do it. But here's, here's why I'm not worried though, about boys. it. I hear you, but <laughs> listen, I, just, I don't put those, those kind of expectations on people because I think it's unrealistic, and I don't like to be disappointed. Here's the thing. I don't think it's that big of a deal. He said that they've been there since April. It's June. He wants to give them an extra week. They're playing in the Hall of Fame game, so they report a week earlier than everybody else other than whoever else is playing in the Hall of Fame game. Mm -hmm. So he's trying to give the guys an extra week because they're going to lose a week on the back end of the offseason because they have to come in to prepare for the Hall of Fame game. Doug Peterson did this last year. If. I told you that the New York Jets this year would have the exact same season that Jacksonville did last year. You would call that a raging success, correct?
1: What? Yeah. yeah.
2: Doug Peterson had, let everyone go. They went to Top Golf. Had a couple rookies and, and uh, the rookies and a couple veterans at mandatory meetings. I'm okay year. with that. My thing
1: is have, have one day, yes. right, right? And then yes. yes. have two days, and yes. then okay,
0: guys, hey, you worked hard. Yep. Take your break. So Joy, here's literally what I have in my notes: have a team barbecue have a team outing, have a team building activity, have something that still keeps the team together. Mandatory minicamp, what's fascinating is, as opposed to OTAs, that's when a heartbeat can face a heartbeat. (laughs) Sometimes during OTAs, you remember with Chip, we would have to go up against trash cans because you're not allowed sometimes during OTAs, based upon NFL rules, to compete against other heartbeats. So Mm -hmm. I can't guard LaShawn McCoy in practice sometimes during OTAs. I can only line up against this trash can, and Acho, you can walk to what your assignment or what your alignment will be. In minicamp, That's when you can go 11 on 11, full go. But my other thought is, when you think of the quarterbacks that are in new places, Slick, Baker Mayfield, Sam Darnold, Derek Carr, Jimmy Garoppolo, Aaron Rodgers, Mm -hmm. get as much extra work as you can get. Sure, sure. Like, that Hall of Fame game, we think of it as a curse as a player, obviously, because you got to go there an extra week early. But you know what an extra week Extra three days will be there are only 30 days, roughly, of practice between when the Packers will report for the Hall of Fame game, probably last week of Jets. July. Jets will report the Hall of Fame game last week of July to September 1st week when the NFL season kicks off. Three days is 10 percent of 30 days of practice. Yeah. So I'm like, you need Jets as much work as you can get. And you can't let these decisions be made, Slick.
3: Yeah, I would, look, we could get to the, the ins and outs of what three extra days would and wouldn't do for this team together my greatest issue with this is the perception and the message that it sends to the entire organization, which is Aaron Rodgers is running this joint and that makes me nervous, especially with a coach like Robert. Right. right? I mean, what does that mean? And if I am on the team, what does that mean? Who am I answering to? Who am I supposed to listen to? Uh. Like, uh, that scares me for where the New York Jets are and where they want to go. Like, that is the biggest issue to me. Why are you laughing, Joy? What are you laughing for?
2: Y'all don't listen. <laughs> I tried to tell you this. I guess that's why I'm not flummoxed. <laughs> what did you say? <laughs> what was that? Oh, a a boy a boy. Bit. Yeah. Hoodwinked. <laughs> led astray. I guess that's why it's not that shocking to me because you set the tone as the culture, as the organization. This is why I love well-run organizations. I have so much respect for them because they have a standard and a way of doing things and it doesn't matter who's walking in the building, you right. are going to abide by this standard. And I think it's part of the reason why it works so well in Tampa Bay, because Tampa didn't really, not a culture, but not a winning culture, but Tom brought that standard. And we know Aaron is not going to bring that standard okay. because he doesn't do this. But to that point, like... <clears throat> and the Jets what? don't have did, that.
3: Did the Jets demonstrate that they were going to hand the keys to the car to Aaron Rodgers
2: yeah, prior to... Did.
3: In what way? In- to, to me, this is the definitive... This, this. We're doing what Aaron Rodgers wants to do at the potential expense of the entire team. It, yep, wait, I can wait, talk wait, to, wait, I'm wait, you wait, all. We can't. We can't. by but, this.
1: Well, we can't just assume that, that this is Aaron Rodgers, Rodgers Aaron What? Rodgers what? I was thinking like maybe, I'm thinking of all the different like, really? reasons why Rod, they do it. I'm with nah, you. Did they you. get on
2: maybe, a plane maybe, to go and ask him to come? Yeah, no,
0: but, but Shady's saying we can't assume that Solace canceled this yeah. because Rodgers said canceled. Maybe, you know what, maybe it was some, I was thinking about injuries.
1: Maybe
3: they had some injuries. Rodgers had right, right. a calf that he used to do. So right. like maybe we don't okay. have a players. I was thinking all the reasons okay, why so, we so, cancel so, practice. So, so, so hold on a second. So let's say they make this decision. Is it going to be clear to every player on that team that the decision was made by Salah because of the reasons that he gave publicly and not because it's what Aaron... As a player, not, you're not like, thinking... What, what, you're how's not. that going to play...
1: But you're not thinking all. Right. Like, nobody's yeah, locker room. You're rolled. just thinking, like, yeah, we off. Man, we got off. <laughs> I ain't about to... F- yo, you think A-Rod? Yo, was, the coach ain't really that tough. Yeah. yeah. You think you think we got of off. Man,
0: I'm getting my flight. <laughs> now, what I do think, because I, I am cautious of exclusively blaming it on Aaron. But what I do think is subconsciously, I think it's an Aaron thing. I think subconsciously it's say, you know, if I do this, you know, he'll, he'll 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 appreciate me more. If Zach Wilson was the quarterback, oh my God, they're gonna price extra.
1: He <laughs> you know, threw three dirt
0: balls. through threw three picks. <laughs> well, he's certainly hey, not gonna be surprised. How much to practice, back in practice? If Zach was a, so, here's where I'm at though, because Joy, I've seen this happen before, and Shady, you may have been the beneficiary of this. Just don't make Rogers practice. Have minicamps, right? Right. Give Zach Wilson the first-team reps, and just don't make Rodgers. Well, maybe they're afraid
2: that that's going to make it seem like he needs some more rest, or he doesn't want to participate. So it's it's easier to just let everybody off. Honestly, I just I just think that that Salah is just letting them have this time off so they can have a little extra time with their family because they have to report back early.
1: I just flat man like don't cancel the the, the practice. Do stuff like like more team bonding, right? Because every every team we have that. We would pray that, our oh, Yeah, right. picnic, Coach Rick, Coach is gonna give us a, a movie. Yeah, movie time. day. Yeah, so. Bowling. This is the way you do it. When you just say, yo, yo, y'all good.
3: Be safe. Especially. <laughs> especially with, with where they y'all put the ball. I'm gonna see something this weekend. Yo,
1: what up? Guys, like, what
2: up? I mean,
3: I, I mean. Is that <laughs> Sauce Garden? What up, bro? You didn't
0: shaking with a shot? I got the shot, like. You in the club? I'm in the club. What? The other thing, though, Joy, is with the team this young. That's another one. They with young. With a team this young. If it was the Patriots in their prime, cool. It feels all kinds of but wrong. But with the team this don't young, it? <laughs> I would want them get,
2: under my supervision. You know supervision. what? I guess I'm not, I'm not really giving my authentic answer because I am just not surprised by this at all. Like, <laughs> not even one. I'm like, oh, yeah, that's not, that, that tracks. Like, why? <laughs> Well, of course they have off this many camps. Like, y'all, y'all fall for yeah, it. Like, Loki, I'm hating though.
1: And I shouldn't do that. Like, cause if it was me, I would be happy as hell if I'm a player. Of course. Yeah. I'm just more surprised.
2: But, you but, know, you're, but you you're, you're, t- you're speaking from the perspective of how do you think this is actually going Man, to affect yeah, that?
1: This
0: ain't gonna help him. As a player, I would be great yeah. Imagine players like, like
1: still trying to learn the system. Got off.
3: We got do you got off. Uh, let me, playbook. Throw the playbook away. Do you guys think this is good? Ultimately, do you think this is a benefit to the team or a detriment? I, I think if, if there's injuries involved, I would say yeah. But even that, you, yeah.
1: I,
2: but then, but you no. could then you have movie no. night. Correct. It's
1: movie night. night. It's a there's a there's a no way yeah, that no. this
0: will help yeah. Yeah. the could New, do New York. A, a
2: wine and paint night. Those are fun. So.
0: You know, I mean, get together, you
2: know. Mm.
3: watch. Everything but a cancel. Wine and paint. <laughs> Anything. Wine and paint. Wine and right? paint. Oh, wine and paint. I thought she said well, wine tried. and paint. I've never tried that. i never tried that, I didn't I didn't try that either. And never heard paint. paint and sip. Paint that's and sip. That's sit. what they are called.
1: Uh, call. Paint ball.
0: I've done that though. Yes, uh, we have. Okay. Too. Coming <laughs> up, the spotlight will be hot for some big names this season. We have to address the top five players in the NFL that have the most. To prove, Allen, some Herberts, Hurts, could it be Tua, Justin Fields? Who has the most to prove this upcoming season? It's probably your favorite player. That's next on Speed. On Speed. <laughs> field
3: and Baseball is back, and so is flipping back.
2: Five times a week, Monday through Friday.
3: So follow us on the Fox Sports app, YouTube, and anywhere you get your podcast.
0: The NFL, being a player in that league may be the most pressure of any sports occupation. Well, that means a lot of players have a lot to prove. Let's talk about the five players that have the most to prove in my mind this upcoming season. At number five, it is Jalen Hurts. Why Jalen Hurts? Well, yes, he's been paid, but it's not just about him being paid. It's about how great is he actually going to be for the foreseeable future. We know he had a great year, second team All-Pro, as we all say, that is hard to do. But we haven't seen him be elite consistently, so I'm ready for him to prove that. At number four, Lamar Jackson. Come on, Lamar. You were a unanimous MVP, but 2019 was a long time ago. That was pre-COVID just to help date that. So is Lamar Jackson going to be able to revert back to superstar action Jackson? But at number three, many might argue this player has the most to prove. Tua Tungavailoa. He has to prove that he can stay healthy. He also has to prove that the Dolphins can trust him to be their quarterback for the next five, for the next 10 years. At number two. Josh Allen. Now, you might be thinking to yourself, how does Josh Allen have something to prove? Well, he's going into year six, and he needs to continue to separate himself from the rest of the pack as it pertains to being able to get to a Super Bowl and hopefully, eventually, maybe, just maybe, win one. At number one, probably a unanimous answer, It's Russell Wilson. You know what the Broncos gave up for Russell Wilson, but more importantly, now the head coach in Sean Payton has arrived in Denver. Is Russell Wilson still capable of being that first ballot Hall of Fame talent we know him to be? As we get to the desk, there's one name in particular, Shady. There's one name in particular, Joy, that I am most fascinated by. The name is Josh Allen. We know what Russell Wilson has to prove. There's a lot of uniformity around that. We know to some degree what Lamar Jackson has to prove. A lot of uniformity around that. But, Joy, when I think about Josh Allen, I think about this. You never want somebody younger than you to become more talented or as talented as you. You always want to stay above those that are in your age range and above those that you are older than. But Herbert's coming. Trevor Lawrence's coming. Jalen Hurts, coming. Tua of vailoa coming. All these dudes are younger than Josh Allen. For me, Josh Allen this year has to prove he's capable of getting to a Super Bowl. I know he's good. I know he's MVP caliber good. He didn't win MVP. Aaron Rodgers won it two years ago. He was second. But I know he's good. Mm. I'm ready for him to prove he is Super Bowl good because there's a difference. A difference between being a really good player, a great player, and a Super Bowl player. Phillip Rivers was a really, really good player. But there's a difference between Philip Rivers and Peyton Manning. There's levels to this. I want to see Josh Allen supersede and get to that next level. Joy, what does Josh Allen need to prove to you this year?
2: Oh. I'm going to keep saying this probably all offseason. But I feel like we are all kind of looking at jumping off the Bills bandwagon maybe a little early. Yeah. Because we have these expectations of them every single year. Like, they're Super Bowl contenders. They're going to be in the AFC Championship game. Josh Allen's going to win MVP. And they're just... Not quite there. But then you look at what Josh Allen has done, and I'm like, man, he's really good. Really good. Mm. It's like been a pro bowler twice, an all pro. It's the first quarterback in NFL history with three career seasons of at least 30 touchdown passes and five rushing touchdowns. We know what he looks like on the field. He's passed Marino for the most touchdowns by any player in his first five seasons in NFL history. It's pretty good. Dan Marino's pretty good. I mean, he's played in eight playoff games, an AFC championship game. He's really young still. Mm-hmm. It's just we've been talking about him a lot. I think really what he needs to prove is consistency in the postseason. Because I can't jump to they need to make it to a Super Bowl this year, it, especially for the AFC. And I don't want to start grading it on a curve too much because we should expect greatness from greats. Of course. But the AFC is going to be very, very hard. One of these teams, mm. Bengals, Bills, Chiefs, is not going to be in the AFC championship game. Mm -hmm. Maybe a combination of all of them, depending on how it goes to the the end of the season. So it's going to be really difficult to judge the AFC the way that it's trended with quarterbacks and offenses. I think what, what, what I focus on with Josh Allen is his consistency. In four of Allen's eight playoff games, he's had a passer rating of under 90. He has had games where it's like
1: hmm What's going on?
2: What's going on? What are you doing? Who is this? Like, he's just been kidnapped and replaced by some pod person. That is really what I think he needs to improve on, Is because we know what he's capable of. If he can keep that kind of consistency in those big games, it's going to be very hard to stop them.
0: Sadie, here's my issue, though, and you hear it a lot often. Cream rises to the top. I get the AFC is competitive, but outside of Aaron Rodgers being old, it's going to be competitive for the next five years. Joe Burrow's young. Patrick Mahomes is young. Justin Herbert's young. Trevor Lawrence is young. Tua Tagovailoa is young. Deshaun Watson's young. Josh Allen is young. AFC is not getting any easy. No, Lamar. Is- Lamar Jackson. Come on, come on, Lamar. come on. Lamar, I just know that's eight people. That's eight That's eight of them. That's and that's not even counting the quarterbacks that are in college, which in two years from now are going to be like, man, Caleb Williams really yeah. good too. So I think Josh Allen has to get what is his while he can still get it. What does he have to prove to you he's your former teammate? For the record,
1: though, it's 206- June 6th on a Tuesday. Mm-hmm. I want you to mark this down because she basically gave a little love. You know Joy's tough. If you don't get to certain playoff games or the Super Bowl, it's like, ah, we're throwing them away. So hold up. So when it comes to A-Rod, we're going to keep that on the track. June Am I tripping? Six, right, not tripping. Right. June 6th. So let me sign it. And- so anyway, nah. on a serious note, I-, I think Josh has to prove just that he's legit. Right? When I say he's legit, I think he's a great player. But every year, when you look at who's going to win the Super Bowl, it's the Bills. This is Vegas. Mm-hmm. This, this is the favorites. Mm-hmm. Who's the one MVP? It's Josh Allen. Every year. So I, I think it's more of, of, of making sure that he's legit. We, we, like, Joey read right off all them stats. <laughs> My brother be balling. Mm-hmm. I think Josh is a, is a top quarterback. But now it's time to, to show it. Every year they get so close. I, I think that if we even look at a guy like Joe Burrow, the reason why he's jumped up so mm-hmm. fast yep. is because yeah, we think he's talented, got a good team, but it's where he's taking his team. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. So when we look at Josh, we think he's a great player. The talent part is one, but we gotta see him actually go out there and lead his team to the AFC Championship games and win him or, or go to the Super Bowl. Just
0: to get there, I mean, I, I think that's when you measuring, I think the quarterbacks, that's one of the biggest things you, you measure. Slick, so you know what's fascinating? When I think about the best quarterbacks of the last five or 10 years, that list, you can start to decline down that list rapidly. It wasn't that long ago, 2019, 2020, Russell Wilson was a top three quarterback. Hmm. Y'all remember, we would go Patrick Mahomes, Aaron Rodgers, Russell Wilson, mm-hmm. right? Drew Brees was getting older, yeah. Tom Brady. We were like, he's grandfathered into the top five forever. But Russell Wilson was a top five quarterback. Yeah. Now, Russell Wilson's not even in the top 15, and he's not old. Well, he's yeah. not even in the top 10, excuse me. And he's not old. i was <laughs> yeah, top, top, top 10, Top 10, wow. top 10. the tongue. Right, right, right. <laughs> it is, uh...
1: Yes,
2: how yeah, this season goes for it. Yes, right, right. We so get too I, crazy. I
0: say that to say Josh Allen was unanimously in the top 3 last year. Yeah. Unanimously. Mm-hmm. Mahomes, That's Allen, point. Burrow. Yeah. yeah. Mahomes, Burrow, Allen. Right. It was unanimous. Right. But now Mahomes, you got to say Hurts. Got to say Burrow. Yeah. Hey, some people saying Herbert now, like, he's even taken a step back at minimum in perception. Maybe not in reality, at minimum in perception. Mm-hmm.
3: Slick, that's why, to me, there's a lot at stake. What's he have to prove to him? I agree with that, especially when you come up with, and I would just leave it at Burrow and Mahomes in the AFC. Those are the guys that we've heard him most often compared to and is in the mixed with, right? So we're comparing him to, to, to them. And to me, what he has to do is be more consistently good if not great he's demonstrated how great he can be but he also he had three games last year where he, sh- he threw for less than 200 yards he had three games where he threw a- he completed barely 50 percent of his passes his his drop-off games are far greater than the games that mahomes and burrow have they like they may not be great but they're always good yeah. and and it's it's an element when we get to the post-season I don't know about you guys, but for me, it makes me a little bit nervous in terms of which Josh Allen is going to show up. Is it going to be the supersized Josh Allen, or is it going to be the guy where it's like he throws a couple picks and now he's trying to force things and mm-hmm. it, 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 things go haywire? To me, that's where he has to get better, and that would change the dynamic of where he sits. It's hard for me to say Super Bowl or bust because so much has to do with the of entire team, of right? But he's an important element to that, and I think his erratic levels is what keeps me from putting him in the, in the Mahomes borough category at this point.
2: Um, and we're going to talk about Aaron later on in the show, so I'll let you know uh. my answer. To <laughs> <laughs> we got we're gonna get to that later. I mean, in the divisional round against the Bengals, he had a playoff low 68 passer rating and completed mm. 59% of his passes. It it is the erratic part of his play, particularly in the postseason, that is concerning. We know what he's going to do in the regular season. We know the numbers that he's going to put up. We know how dynamic of a player he is, how tough of a player he is. He's a star. You, yeah. you, can, you can see it. It's just a matter of putting it together in the games that matter most. Mm. And, and I think he will. I'm not ready to completely write the bills off just yet. They've had the number one total defense in the, in the Josh Allen era, the top two scoring de- defense in three of the last four seasons. So they are a complete team. They're a well-coached team. Yes, They're they a good are. culture. And he's a great player. He just needs to be the factor for them in the postseason. If he plays at his highest level when it matters most, they will win. The problem is... Like Skip said, the fall off is just so dramatic right. that they aren't able to overcome it, even though they're a great, solid team. Mm.
0: My, my fear is this. And I like the parallel in sports oftentimes because it makes more sense for the viewer. Allen Iverson probably didn't realize that when he went to the Super Bowl, I believe it was in year six, that that was going to be like his last best chance uh nba finals nba finals finals. carmelo anthony probably didn't realize when he went to the western conference finals sick i believe it was in year seven with the nuggets that that was going to be as close as he was ever going to get when you're young you think you have forever yeah Mm. i'm young i'm gonna go back i'm gonna go again but you might not and so joy my frustration Mm. is with josh allen it's like Mahomes is gonna be there Eventually, you got to find a way to go get one. Burrow did. At least Burrow went to one. I don't mean go get one as in win, but at least, like, show up to the dance. Josh Allen is not old by any metric. he's he's still young. He's He's still still young. young. But I'm looking like people coming. Trevor Lawrence coming. Herbert coming. Tua coming.
1: And I hear that. But let's – now, I'm not being biased. I'm just being honest. Let's let's put some more respect on Josh Allen, though. Okay. You keep throwing out Trevor Lawrence. He's a good player. Really, really good system. Right? Good Mm -hmm. player. Tua, good system, is a good quarterback, mm-hmm. right? Josh Allen, he, he's the main focal guy. Mm-hmm. He winning them games. He's, he's him. Let's put that respect on it. I think he's young enough where he has some time to, grow, to go out there and, and go to the Super Bowl or um, AFC Conference game and win them. Yep. He has time to get that, and I, and I, do, think, I do think that for his, his resume, right, for his name, for, for, for his legacy, he has to go out there and do that, right? That, that, that has to happen. For us to keep saying he's one of the best players in the league, which he is, that's the other part of it, he has to go conquer. And it takes a player's time. I mean, Aaron Rodgers is a great player, right? It took him some time. He got one championship for, what, 20-some years almost? So it takes time for players to go out there and these games. Let me ask you this.
0: Are you at all, because you know the Bills organization well, you played there, all pro there, yes. all pro great o- there. organization. You know it well. Leslie Frazier, defensive coordinator, phenomenal defensive mind. He he's no longer there. He's gone. Jordan Poirier, Micah Hyde, starting safeties, I think best tandem in football is safety. They're getting older. For sure, one of them. Yep, old. Yep. Um, you know they had to lose Tremaine Edmonds, I believe, not Terrell but Edmonds. Linebacker. Yeah, brother yeah, had to lose, Edmonds, yep. Tremaine this year. He's, to he's Chicago. gone. Mm-hmm. Eventually, that talent is not going to be as talented as it has been. Yeah. The Bills have had a top two defense. Yeah, right. The Bills have had a young in his prime, Stephon Diggs, so I believe is still in his prime. But there comes a point where Josh Allen's roster right. is not going to be any better than it has already been. Are you concerned that that point is starting to work? I'm not concerned because I... I think, and
1: I've seen Josh Allen, I know how good he really is. Not from just watching him on tape, but actually being in the locker room with him. I know the type of hard work he puts in, sort of like Jalen Hurts. He puts that type of work in. And I, I do think it will get harder, but I think he'll get even better. Right? I, I think he hasn't... He hit his ceiling, and uh, he'll be a lot better. I think it's all on him. Great point. Well, speaking of
0: getting more difficult, each game in the NBA Finals, it will only get tougher. The Nuggets, they lost. They lost, y'all, at their own home court. The Heat said we need that. Give us that. How nervous should Denver be coming up? They have Uh -uh. never trailed in a series thus far. It might occur tomorrow. We'll talk Uh -uh. next on speaker. We're going to find out. He don't... All right, y'all, we know that the Denver Nuggets have trailed now. Well, they trailed after losing, so now the series is even. It's one-to-one. They're trying to avoid trailing, in all honesty. I think the Nuggets should be nervous. Here is why. I've heard the quote. Y'all have heard the quote, everybody has a plan until they get punched in the mouth. Well, the Nuggets have yet to be punched in the mouth. This is the first time they're tasting their own blood. Conversely, think about so many of the other teams in the playoffs. Think about what they have had to deal with. Remember Kawhi Leonard? He got hurt for the Clippers. Remember Giannis? He got hurt for the Bucks. De'Aaron Fox was balling. He fractures his thumb. Draymond Green, he gets suspended in the midst of the game. Chris Paul, y'all remember the Suns. They surely could have used him. Ayton in the pivotal closeout game, he was injured. But the Nuggets, most has gone right for them until game two when the Heat showed up. Remember the most important statistic you might hear about the NBA playoffs thus far. The 2008 Celtics, the 2017 Warriors, the 2023 Denver Nuggets have never trailed in a playoff series. The Warriors went on to win, the Celtics went on to win, but the Nuggets, for the first time, if they lose to these Heat, they might find themselves trailing. I gotta head to the desk because I am curious about this question. I'm going to start with you, Shady, actually. The Nuggets and their nerves. I think about the fact that they have so much on the line in Game 3, never trailing in a series, not in a game, in a series. Should the Nuggets be nervous?
1: No, they shouldn't be nervous, right? Game 3 in Miami, um, it's going to be a hostile environment, right? Miami fans are going to be there acting crazy. Am I right, Joy? Absolutely. They're going to be prepared. I think they have to settle down a little bit, I think, from the communication part. A lot of the open threes that the Heat did have, they were wide open. You know, guys, it, are, 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 we, are we rolling? Are we, going with, are we going with the screeners? Are we not? You know, like all the small things. And then I need the role players. It's time for y'all to step up. Miami made it clear. We're going to let Jokic dominate because he's, he's he going to dominate no matter who's guarding. We're not going to double team him, We're going to stop everybody else around him. Um, and that's the biggest thing. I think it's time to get nervous or panic if they lose this game. Fair. Right? Now it's 2-1.
0: Things are different. Yep. So until that happens, there's no panic. Really good point. Joy, where do you stand? You've been watching the series as closely as anybody.
2: No, I don't think they should be nervous. I think they should be serious, though. I think everyone probably got a little ahead of themselves after game one. And the sweep is over. How can the Heat even score points? I said it that Mike Malone probably didn't look at that game the same way that everybody else did. Mm-hmm. He probably wasn't looking at that like, uh, mm-hmm. I'm super excited yeah, about good. how this went. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone's bragging about, oh, Denver, they're just playing with their food. They just took their foot <laughs> off the gas. There's nothing to be nervous about. This is how they play. Cool, that's cute until somebody decides they want to play a really great fourth quarter because mm-hmm. the person who has the most points at the end of the fourth quarter, just so you know, wins the game. Mm-hmm. So I don't think that they should be nervous. It's, it's an even series. I'm not going to disrespect this Nuggets team by saying that they should be nervous. But I think both teams should be serious. They know now this, isn't, this wasn't an invitational you know, the Heat were capable of winning one in your house. That's a hard thing to do, mm-hmm. specifically when you're coming off of a game as ba- played shots as badly as it was for the Miami Heat. But that's why I said, that's why I had the reaction that I did from game one. As badly as the Heat shot, still had a strong start to the fourth quarter, and it wasn't the blowout that everybody thought it was. And as, as badly as everyone is reacting to things going for the Nuggets in game two, they were still down by three at the end of the game. Yeah. So this is, a, this is a tough series. It's going to be a tough series. And both of these opponents respect each other. So I don't think that they should be nervous. Shady,
0: let me ask you a question in the mind of an athlete. Every now and then something happens to an athlete when you're like, whoa, I, I didn't even know that could happen. Probably you getting tackled in the open field, a rare occurrence. But if any time you got tackled in the open field when you was one-on-one and gave somebody a move, you were probably shocked at the aspect that like that even happened, like that wowed you. Yeah. The Nuggets have yet to lose a game at home, if I'm Which not mistaken. Matters. Yeah, yeah. Which matters, Like, the Nuggets, they go to their home court, and they know it don't matter if it's the Lakers, mm-hmm. it don't matter if it's the Suns. Remember, the Suns won two games in a row, evened up that series. Don't matter if it's the T-Wolves. The Nuggets don't lose at home. They just don't do it. It hasn't happened. But then the Heat just served on May 1st L at home. Does that play into the aspect of the mind of the player when you're kind of shocked that something uh, yeah. you ain't
1: even think could happen happened? You're right, you're right. And it's like... Um it's like that surprise feeling. you ever watched Rocky? I told you, Philadelphia, now Rocky's real. And he was fighting Drago. Mm-hmm. And then when he punched Drago, he cut him. And everyone's like, oh, like, oh, it's real? Yeah, you build that confidence. Listen, it's important that this, this Nuggets team go out here to Miami and get a win. Because mm-hmm. you don't want this Heat team playing with even more confidence. Mm-hmm. Yep. They're already showed that they can beat you at home, which teams haven't been able to do to the Nuggets. All that, they talk about the altitude and all this hard to breathe and all that. Listen, it's important they go get
0: this game, because if not, that he Culture you talk about is real, okay. and all that confidence builds up and builds up. Slick, we know it's important that they get the game. We've talked about it. Joy's made brilliant points. Shady's made brilliant points. You showed something yesterday that I thought was brilliant. Want you to help show it again at the big board. How can the Nuggets get the game? Not yep. just that they need to get the game, but can we look at a little bit of the tape? Can we Slick, look at a little? You,
1: b- do you need me? Oh, <laughs> uh, uh, go go. Okay, I'll let you know. <laughs> I'm letting you
0: know.
3: Can we look a little bit at the film to show the viewer at home why yeah. they
0: can and how to get the game? So Here first of
3: all, let's. Look at what happened early on when Miami got uh, got going. Not playing the slip screen correctly. KCP overreacts. Michael Porter Jr. doesn't even know where he is. This is a wide open three. Okay. Just lack of communication and positioning. And KCP is letting MPJ know about it. Dude, you you were supposed to slide. You can see it right Pick there. Up, and yeah, right? you can see the the emotions Exactly. It he, he was already already disappointed. So. But second quarter, the Denver Nuggets come back, okay. and we're going to see it completely different. First of all, Bruce Brown is up, and he's picking up much higher yep. than Michael Porter Jr. did. Two, look at their feet. They're playing the same angle, pushing everything the same direction. Okay. You can see that, and Aaron Gordon is in better help position. Yep. We're also going to throw it off. Christian Brown is going to throw their timing off by just getting up and bumping Mark Struess before he can go and now Bruce Brown sees that he has Gabe Vincent, so I can go and stay with Okay. As a result, we get a contested three. That's the difference. You got a wide open corner three, and all of that is simply positioning and communication. You don't have to be faster, stronger. there's There's not a whole lot that they have to do different other than just pay attention to the details. Is
0: that the counter that has to occur in this pivotal Game 3? It has to be Eric Spolster, he countered. He came here and they were going to run a lot of slip screens. They were going to put two of the Nuggets' least talented defenders, KCP, MPJ, in these vulnerable positions. Is this the way that Denver
3: needs to counter if they want to win the game? Well, they have to do a little bit more than that because obviously Eric Spolster brought in Kevin Love to guard Aaron Gordon. Now... Kevin Love shouldn't be able to guard Aaron Gordon if you get him uh, involved nope. in the right movement, right? Or get Kevin Love involved in pick and roll. So there are certain things that they can change offensively to take advantage of the changes that Miami made. But defensively, it's all about that. It's just attention to detail. The number one thing that I want to see, they attacked Jokic. Mm-hmm. We talked about this. That if there's a weakness in his game. It's his defense. They played pick and roll against him all, all game long. He's going to have to step up in that department. Well
0: said. Let's head back to the desk because I got a question for you, Joy. The psyche of the Miami Heat, the mindset of Miami Heat's fans. I don't know if so much of your confidence is genuine or if it is just like, look, I'm a Heat fan, so I'm just going to put on Mm. for my Heat. I don't know if you actually believe everything you're saying, but you definitely sound incredibly convincing. If the Heat go up to one does that change the psyche of Heat fans? Like, are Heat fans now, does that, will that change at all? Clearly, this whole time, you believe you genuinely believe the Heat win, but you believe the Heat will win in seven. So you even think in a Heat win, it will be close. If the Heat go up to one, does that change even the mindset of
2: Heat fans? Job's not finished. Oh, look at that. She's last, part of the culture. <laughs> since, since 2010, the Heat and the Warriors have been in six finals. The Heat have been in the Eastern Conference finals three of the last four years. They've been in the finals, two of the last finals of the last four years. They were in the finals against the Lakers in 2020. They're in the finals against the Nuggets in 2023. No. no I don't know why everyone else is surprised, honestly. That's what's shocking to me. What NBA are we watching? Like, this, this, this was, was the Heat, and then it was the Bucks, and then it was the Celtics, and now it's the Heat again. Like, it really shouldn't be that surprising. Okay, but the Heat
3: were... But, but, they but, but, had but. to get there and through the play-in game. But, 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 I mean, but. they were very... And then they had
2: to beat the Bucs and then they beat the Bucs in five and then they had to beat the Knicks and then they beat the Knicks in six and then they had to beat the uh, Celtics okay, and they beat the seed. C- okay. it, it, it wasn't... It's not an accident. It wasn't... No, it was, it, it, I'm not
3: saying it's an accident. I'm saying what they did was legit.
2: But if you look it? at what if they... if it was legit, then this wouldn't even be a conversation. <sighs> if it was the Celtics, we wouldn't be saying this. If it was the Sixers, who haven't been past the divisional round we wouldn't be saying this. If it was the Bucs, we wouldn't be saying this.
1: Shady, why are we saying it then? I think the reason is because the players on the team for the Heat, compared to the Sixers and the Celtics, mm-hmm. and another thing is, they're a playing team that was trying to even get into playoffs where these other teams, each year, or, or this whole year, they were going from the one to the three to the two seats,
0: mm-hmm.
1: fighting for that playoff mm-hmm. spot, mm-hmm. where this other team was just trying mm-hmm. to fight to get in the playoffs. That's why we look at it like that.
2: What if it was the Spurs? Spurs always have scrappy players and nobody knows putting things together, mm-hmm. it's well, well-run mm-hmm. culture.
1: What if it was the Spurs? Well, wait, 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 would you agree with that, though, what I just said? Do you, do you agree that? That's why people look I at do, it? I do,
2: but once you see that they are now in the finals, yeah. doesn't that doesn't all of the other statistics and Pat Riley and six finals since 2010, multiple championships and Spolstra yeah. having uh, the, the career that he's had and...
3: In terms th- of what, though? In terms in of terms being of there like, or in terms of winning it? Hmm.
2: Well... What both like it's we're talking about this. People were saying there's going to be a sweep after one game. Yeah. Yeah. Does that I mean, when was the last time there was a sweep in the
3: finals? No, it's fair. It's fair. Going to a sweep. I like I said, five games. I'm staying with five games as of right now. But um, you're right in terms of the statistical anomaly that 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 a sweep is. But if we're talking about winning, we're talking about winning it.
2: The Nuggets That's are in their first finals in, in, the, in the history of their, their organization. Joy, Shouldn't don't, it be we, more shocking that the Nuggets well, are here?
3: Here's my thought. Here's hey,
0: my I don't thought. This show, I, don't know if, I don't know if two things can be true. We can't both tolerate the excessive narrative of seven undrafted players, and y'all on cats like Udonis them. seven undrafted players, right. then us not also say, Oh, wow, they don't have a chance because they got seven undrafted players. Like, we have been force-fed the fact that the Heat
2: or the scrappy force, force underdog. Force-fed or, or is that what is said about the Heat? I, I, I read you the the playoff games that the Heat players, these scrappy underdog undrafted players, have played in. The Heat as a whole, the contributors, not Udonis Haslam. I didn't even count Udonis Haslam. The Heat have played in hundreds more playoff games than the entire Nuggets like playing, contributing roster. Like these undrafted players have more playoff experience than the Nuggets players. I think then, here's, the, here's the, my line of
0: delineation. Then we have to stop talking about the Heat as if they are undrafted players. Right. And this like, right. let's just talk about Gabe. as a good team. It's right. a good right. player. Right. Okay. I would love
2: that. I think, I, think, I, think, nah, I think he's a really good
0: player. C- correct. Let's have, talk about Gabe as a good player. Let's talk about Struce as a budding player. Let's stop talking I, I love, about them. I would them love as, that.
2: Please do that. I would love that. I've been saying that. That's it, what I've been but, asking for. Yeah. I would love, that would be a gift. Why do you think I'm being sarcastic about this? <laughs> that would be a gift. I, t- I read it yesterday. I don't have it in front of me, so I don't want to just throw numbers out. But like the heat with these undrafted players, Caleb Martin, Gabe Vincent, uh, Duncan Robinson, all, all these players, right? right? They have more playoff experience than the Nuggets team. Yeah, that, that's, that's, just because you know these players' names, that's the difference. I just feel like, I mean, because she has a point. They are
1: playing well, and they're in the finals. So I get that. But, it's hard, I think, from just being an athlete to just look past, like, like they're beating better teams, so you give them respect, but come on, you're still not going to pick the Heat over these teams.
2: The Heat's roster, the Heat's not the like, contributors, like, not Giannis. Not like, not like,
1: Even if, if it's tied up, 1-1 one, one right now, I still, it's hard for me to believe that the Heat is going to beat this team and win an NBA I mean, championship. The Heat's contributors, not Giannis yeah. Aslam, hmm.
2: the Heat's contributors have played in 256 more playoff games than the Nuggets roster.
1: And, and we still want to take them, and we still
2: want to. You don't have to. It's a fact. <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm,
3: no, no, I'm, I'm, I'm not saying you understand. People still, still want to pick them their 18. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. I'm glad you brought up San Antonio because to me there is a, a a lot of commonality between the two franchises and the way I've looked at them. Is it the way I looked at San Antonio over the last stretch after Duncan got oh, okay, old okay, 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 and, okay. and Manu, it, which was that they're always going to execute. They're always going to play yeah. as close to their potential as they can. And yeah. as a result, they're always going to have, by and large, great regular seasons. So that's actually the correct. exception yeah. for the correct. Miami the Heat. The right? wouldn't be in this predicament. Right. And yeah. so, so, but I always thought that they don't have those players that can go to the next level in the postseason when everything goes up, when everybody plays hard, when mm-hmm. everybody executes. That's when the, dis- the, the difference is made. The Miami Heat are always there. You're going to have to beat the Miami Heat. Yeah, that's true. And if you don't execute, they're going to beat you with their execution, which is what they have done consistently through these playoffs. What I've seen the Denver Nuggets demonstrate against the Phoenix Suns and the Los Angeles Lakers is that they're equally capable of executing and having a game plan and being disciplined. Mm-hmm. And then I look at they got a two-time MVP. Like... You can't make that up, right, right? right? And Aaron Gordon was a lottery player. We can go down. You, can, you got lottery picks was, yep. versus undrafted players. There's just a certain requisite physical ability that had them picked where
2: they did. Tom Brady was a six-round pick.
3: Greatest player to ever touch the field. All right. You we, we, we can always find exceptions. We're talking about the general number of Denver Nuggets who are lottery picks versus the general How number of Miami or Heat who are undra- undrafted every players. What?
2: How many lottery picks are bus every year?
3: Not as many as undrafted free agents.
2: Oh, true. Who You're right. You don't even make a roster. You're right. He, he just happened to find the ones. No, I'm not. I mean, it's just. <laughs> <laughs> they're great at player development. I think the Nuggets are a great team. So I the think Nuggets they're both. You just don't think they're a better team. <laughs> I, I, I I picked what I picked. I picked seven. That's a pretty evenly matched finals. Well, I want to
0: hear what Joy's going to pick about this conversation. Oh, okay, Aaron yeah. Rodgers, will he live up to the hype? The Jets are canceling no. mandatory minicamp. And <laughs> Rodgers has a lot <laughs> at stake. Yeah. 25 pounds on that Uh... (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
3: sled.
0: Okay, let's get back to the NFL. The breaking news of this offseason is all about Aaron Rodgers. Now, Shady's a little disappointed. He's only pulling 25 pounds on that sled, and we're not exactly sure what he's doing right there, activating his core, many might say. But Glutes. we're expecting significantly more from him this coming season. Head coach Robert Salis said, quote, there's been some wow moments. I'm sure there will be a lot more. Bring us on camera, Shady. I need your instant reaction to him pulling the 25-pound sled.
1: <laughs> but he's there.
2: He's, Girl, he's there,
1: that and counts. I respect that. That counts. Some guys are so good to show up, bro. I know you're going to do 25 pounds. I know you're going to... I don't even know if that's even called. What's that's the point, like, what what's is, the point what of, the of that? Sprint? What is What's that? the point of that?
0: The thing is, I what's guess it's supposed that? to be an explosion. He oh. injured his calf. Oh. I didn't... Hey. He injured his calf, and I think they're like, you okay. know let's test it's out. Yeah, test no, the, the calf out. How old is he? Yeah. 39 in December, I believe. Yeah. yeah, it's about turn That's about
2: what I'm doing at 39. I've
0: seen a 40 year old man working harder than
1: that. I will that say those fair. are
2: those are really good uh, uh, quad activation exercises. I do that. I did that this morning in Pilates. It's very good. Yeah, you know. That's a little a the only up. the only it's difference is work, right?
0: you're preparing for a show and he's preparing for, like, a season. So I don't know if I want yeah, to I'm all doing the same. Yeah, I'm trying to fit in this dress. You disenjoyed his workout this morning? <laughs> no, I just, Jared Rogers enjoys Joy Because shaking. it's not,
2: it was not meant, uh, my workout this morning was, was a, a tone down from my hard workout yesterday. So uh, we probably shouldn't okay. be doing the same okay. thing. Yeah, and that
1: was at, like, Fifteen percent on that run. Correct. Right there. And here's the other thing, Shady. I
2: like you If you're gonna do glute bridges, doing like I'm gonna do any of this. If you're doing glute bridges, you
0: really got a bridge. You know what I'm saying? Two right, five. Right. Like, and also I would want to well, see a Vosu can... ball and really like.
3: Match These are All
2: All right, but the sled. I mean, you I mean, what's get warmer. to get ready
3: to run. run. Don't can't run. have me out here defending Aaron Rodgers every day. Every dog with the sled, like the. What's the point of that? I could do that but right really now. What's really the right. point of that? And why put weight on it, Joy? I could do that I, right now. Listen,
2: like, I'm not doing-
0: How much money, money they got from me? I will do that right now. Right now. Right and, do, now. and do a great job and at it. do a better job probably than the job we're witnessing.
2: I couldn't <laughs> run to the end of our <laughs> fake field here. <laughs> If you took the heels off, you could. Listen, uh, you, you're not going to have me on Aaron Rodgers' side every single day. What is this? What's
3: the block? <laughs> what <are you> <laughs> we're getting crazy. What so where are we going? We're, oh, where are okay. we going with this? Here's
2: where we're going. Robert Sala, the head coach of the New York
0: Jets, he said that Aaron Rodgers has showed us a lot of wow moments. Wow moments. Mm. Now, that's great news given the fact that Aaron Rodgers last year didn't throw for 300 yards in the game once. Okay. For you all at home, 37 quarterbacks did what Aaron Rodgers last year did not do one time in throwing for 300 yards. Joy, a lot of press is on Aaron Rodgers because a lot of hype is there on Aaron Rodgers but will Aaron Rodgers live up to the hype?
2: I think he will I'm defining hype as winning a playoff game yeah I think that the, I think he will improve the Jets enough to be capable of winning a playoff game I think making to the play making it to the playoffs and losing in the first round is going to feel disappointing based off of the fact that this has been the number one story for the mm. past like four years. Yep. So I, I do think winning a playoff game. I am hesitant to put too much pressure on anybody in the AFC. And I, I'm, I'm trying to figure out where I'm going to land on this over the next couple years because, again, I want to hold the greats to the standard of being great. Of course. But there is just so much talent in the AFC. It's yep. just not comparable to the NFC. You have Mahomes, Allen, Burrow, Lamar Jackson, uh, Trevor Lawrence. Tua, Herbert,
1: Russell Wilson. Let (laughs) me (laughs) stop.
2: Maybe, maybe like if Russ. Imagine if Russ gets back to being Russ. Yeah, yeah. Imagine if he gets back to being Russ. That's true. Like we can go, we can go down the line. We're forgetting people, so it's there's only two teams making it to the AFC Championship game. If they make it to the AFC Championship game, I think the more that I've thought about it, that's a raging success.
0: But the thing is, obviously, I would agree with that. But I would agree with that because what makes greats great is that they're great. Yeah. It sounds stupid, but when you really think about it, like, what made Michael Jordan Michael Jordan is that when it came time to the early 90s and he had to beat Magic, he beat Magic. Mm -hmm. If Jordan does never beat Magic, then we don't look at Jordan in the same light that we would look at Jordan. But eventually, he had to beat Magic. Like, eventually, LeBron James became LeBron James in all of his glory because he came back from down 3-1 and did what nobody else thought he was able to doing. So, Roger Shady, I do believe he will live up to the hype because he is great. But living up to the hype to me is, you have to beat Burrow, you have to beat Lamar, you have to beat Allen. If you are going to be great, then be great. I I think he'll live up to the
1: hype, right? And if I told you that a quarterback's gonna come to a a losing organization, right, for the last 12 to 13 years, they haven't been to the playoffs. They have the longest playoff drought in all of sports. Yes. And I tell you, he's gonna take this team to the playoffs? That ain't great? Not
3: for Aaron Rodgers. Work, uh, any, for, other for, any other quarterback? Any other quarterback? I'd agree
1: with you. Listen, I just think that right now Aaron Rodgers is there. He's bringing the morale of the team so high, right? They've been seeing freaking uh, dirt balls, curve balls oh. from <laughs> Zach Wilson everywhere, right? The equipment man here ducking high <laughs> when, he, when he's at quarterback compared to now, Aaron Rodgers is there. The first man said is wow, he's been wowing everybody since he's got there. Mm-hmm. They haven't seen no balls like Aaron Rodgers. So you telling me he's taking this type of team? And no mandatory OT. I've been, I've been feeling. And I won't even disrespect the Jets organization because mm-hmm. I have a lot of friends and et cetera. But since I've been in the league, we've never thought super high about the Jets at all. We didn't mind playing the Jets if it was at home or away. It, just we it up. Now the Jets are a team that people were talking about. And if you could take this team to the playoffs, they haven't been there in so long. I think that to me that's great and that's a successful
3: season. I just, I, I think, Shady, the way you're looking at it is fair, but I don't know that New York is looking at it. That way, I don't think Jets fans are looking at it as, you know, he's going to get us to the playoffs. And if if we get to the playoffs and we haven't been there forever, we're good with that. I think they're looking at it. We got a four-time Hall of Famer coming in to play quarterback, right? MVP (laughs) Uh, MVP or uh, MVP uh, winner. And we're going to do more than that. I mean, that's what our conversation has been for the last month or so since he got there, which is, can they win a Super Bowl with Aaron Rodgers? So that that's the hype and if they just make the playoffs and i would dare say you brought it up in the pre-show meeting about like what their record would be Mm -hmm. and i thought about that because if they're if they are like 11 and 6 or 12 and 5 the hype and the expectation is only going to grow as a result of that if they just sneak into the playoffs then we're going to be a little bit disappointed, but it's going to be OK. We'll see what. But if, if they have a good record, then we're going then the hype's going to be really big. And as Joy has pointed out, uh, maybe once or twice, like Aaron has not delivered in the postseason wow. on a consistent basis. That's, that's facts. That's some facts. Right. Man. And so if, if he doesn't do that then I would say he's not living up to the hype. That is fair. Well,
0: speaking of hype, you could also say there is no player under more pressure this year than Chicago Bears quarterback Justin Fields. The room for him has been made perfectly. He now has DJ Moore at wide receiver. They gave him the help he needed also at running back. Offensive line, they're still building it. Can Jaylen, Justin Fields make a Jalen Hurts type jump next year? That's next. Okay, maybe the most fascinating player to watch this year in football is Justin Fields. The Bears are all in on him. They have the number one pick in this year's draft. Could have replaced him. They chose not to. His cornerback, his teammate at cornerback, Jalen Johnson, said, quote, I expect him to shine, close quote. Now, Fields is entering his third season. For comparison, Jalen Hurts just finished his third season and finished second in MVP voting. The reason we bring up Jalen Hurts, I bring up Jalen Hurts. Shady, I expect Justin Fields to make a Jalen Hurts-type jump this coming season. Mm -hmm. When you talk exclusively, not about work ethic, not about the mind, just physical talent, Justin Fields is a more physically talented quarterback than Jalen Hurts. We know that by looking no further than where they were drafted. So after you assess that, now I'm like, okay, Justin Fields, do you have the help and do you have what it takes up here? I trust Justin Fields has what it takes cerebrally. Now the question, does he have the help? Chase Claypool is going to be there. He's reoccurring. You have D.J. Moore coming from Carolina, you know what he's capable of. At running back, they've helped bolster that position group. So when I think about Justin Fields going now into his third season, most pivotal season truly of his career, you got about $180 million on the line, just ask Jalen Hurts. When I think about Justin Fields entering the season, Shady, I think he is capable of making a Jalen Hurts-type jump. I don't think the Bears will do as well as the Eagles. I don't see them going to a Super Bowl. But I do see... Justin Fields having 4,000 plus total yards, 35 total touchdowns. I do see him having the same aggregate stats individually that Jalen Hurts had. I think he can make the jump. Mm. You know both those quarterbacks, you know both those organizations. Mm-hmm. What do you think?
1: It's a tough one because you, you talk about one of the best quarterbacks in the NFL compared to one that hasn't shown that he's one of the best players in the NFL. Mm-hmm. So it's hard to compare him. I, I'm going to say no. You know, I, I, I'm going to say because the Jalen Hurts jump is like oh my god it's like Michael Jordan in the 80s jumping it's a big <laughs> jump. I mean you're talking about a guy that was second, that, that was second team all pro hard to do. Yep. Took his team to the Super Bowl hard to do I mean if he don't get hurt he's the MVP of the league. That's what we're talking about right now. That's what so we know. Mm-hmm. We're talking about Jalen Hurts almost won the MVP. We're talking about that guy yes, listen let, let's slow it down for a second. Okay. All right Fields you had a tough year last year. You saw some flashes. You ran the ball pretty well Wasn't as accurate as we might want to pass the ball. Let's just slowly do this thing. Hey, look, the division's not as tough this year. Let's make some small adjustments, right, and get better and better each day before we talk about Jalen Hurts. Can we do that? Mm -hmm. Because I'm trying to be positive today. The the year just started, so I'm going to say that. Fields win every day, right? I don't want you to go out there and try to be Jalen Hurts. Don't try to do that. That's going to be hard to do. Every day, take steps. <laughs> Is that the positive, Shady? That was very nice, That no, yeah. was very positive. I'm proud no, of you for that. Because if he don't do that, <laughs> <laughs> and he looks like he did last year, throwing him up for 60 yards a game, uh-huh. can I call him ass then? Yeah. Because yeah. I will. Yeah. So I'm going to be positive today. Be positive. And let my whole, my, my crew take over. Yes, sir. But if he continues to look like he did last year, only running it, and not throwing it, mm-hmm. with all these brick parts he got,
3: I'm going to let him have it. Stuart, Sholly, St- Stuart Smalley, Shady McCoy. I'm signing that off. Probably, ah. probably dating myself with that reference. Um, he was up with people. I, no, I don't expect it. I, 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 one, because of the jump. But two, because are the Bears, do we consider the Bears? And I think you said it off the top. Are the Bears anywhere close to what the Eagles are? Roster-wise, no, sir. And what concerns me, I hear you on the physical ability but what concerns me is the decision-making of Justin Fields. His getting sacked 55 times wasn't just because their offensive line was Talk all slick suspect, talks right? But because of his decisions or decisions not to, not, not to get rid of the ball. Um, and so what I've seen is when you are a player of Fields' uh, ability, particularly with uh, where he is contract-wise, and you're not with as good a team, you're going to take more risks. Mm -hmm. You're going to push the envelope. Jalen Hurts didn't have to do that, right? He could play a little more conservatively because of the team that he had around him. And as a result, statistically, those numbers jumped. And I mean, we're talking about a hell of a jump. (laughs) 87-2 passer rating to 101.5, 16-9 at TD interception to 22-7. Like, thinking that... Justin Fields can make that kind of jump with these Chicago Bears.
2: The only thing is that this see. division is, is, I mean, I don't think he's going to make a Jalen Hurts jump. That's, hey, that's too big to say. I, I love Jalen Hurts. It's too hey. big of a jump. I'm with I'm Shady. I do think he will get better this year. Though. Mm. Like, we don't have to go all the way to Jalen Hurts, who had an unbelievable season, MVP level, went, played in the Super Bowl, All-Pro. That's too much. And we shouldn't expect that anyway from really any player. It's remarkable what he was able to do. But they did put some pieces in. They, they brought in DJ Moore. They brought in Deontay Freeman. They brought in Robert Tunyon. He's got another year, another offseason to develop. He knows what he needs to develop at. They backed him. They could have drafted a quarterback. They didn't and invested in him. And that division's open. You've got Goff, Love, Cousins, and Fields in that division. The NFC is as wide open as it could possibly be. If he can take even even half the step that Jalen Hurts did, they'll be a, a significantly better team.
1: Okay, real quick. Okay, for next time, right, just talk to me. I know you do all the questions. And we, I would have said this. Let's start with, like, Jared Goff. Let's start with that jump. Yeah. Let's start with, like, Kirk Cousins' jump. <laughs> not Jalen Hurts' jump, please. I agree. Like, That's like, not... like, Kobe Bryant, Michael Jordan, Vince Carter, all in one. That's a big jump. Let's start with a, a smaller jump.
0: Please. I've never heard
3: Shady make such a polite request.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I'm excited to watch Justin Fields this year, though.
0: Yeah, I what they do. We return. We have to finish a conversation that was started yesterday. How do you define a dynasty? We,
2: oh. we, oh, we,
3: what? <laughs> we don't have we enough have time for that. As what as are as you? As are as you mean. kidding? Okay, well I have. a
1: thought. What is that?
3: What? None of us can do that right now. I'm okay, what what is di- doing? No, I'm I'm doing this segment in protest. Okay, <laughs> you're not doing the segment in protest. Uh, uh, not, we had yeah. this conversation
2: that carried off into the hallway, as most of, most of the conversations do in this show, after the show. about what into the garage. A, what a di- yeah, what a dynasty is. Yeah. and I was under the impression that this was the one thing in sports that we all agreed on, and I was shocked to find out that it's not because I just I don't even. Ha- open the conversation for a dynasty unless you have at least three titles
0: yeah. The conversation was predicated because the Chiefs have won two titles and been to five championship games straight oh. AFC,
2: Shady, championship, AFC, championship, AFC games, championship games, not straight. Super Bowls Shady and
0: I suggest that the Chiefs are a dynasty based and upon And I the
2: said one, absolutely not because they don't have three championships there are They are about to be a dynasty, we're watching them grow into a dynasty they will be. be a dynasty.
0: If they get to three in your mind. But if
2: they never made another Super Bowl and never made another AFC championship game, this is a dynasty too. It's
0: a dynasty
3: it's A lot of dynasties. <laughs>